Imagine today what your life would be like if you made each decision with your own happiness and well-being in mind. Imagine what life will be like if you don't. Welcome to Yelling at Birds. Matt here. That was just a little piece from the song Love and Hate by Michael Kiwanuka off the album Love and Hate, which is a beautiful album. One line in the song uh, goes, Love and Hate, how much are we supposed to tolerate? It's a simple question, but one that weighs on me constantly, and I'm sure that if it doesn't weigh on you, it's at least a, a little cloud hovering somewhere in your vision. In the time of all the world's information instantly being being in your hands, it can certainly seem like there's more hate filling up our world every day, and more than there has ever been. But really, I think our eyes are just being open to what's always been out there waiting for us. In my Being Human series, I'm working, um, I'm working. I'll be going back to some, some writing from five years ago, when I was in another period of, of trying to figure myself out and working through some primary and secondary emotions and how they make us human. So it was pretty much me vomiting vomiting out thoughts on a piece of paper, looking down at what I had just done and tucking it away for half a decade. This week I'll be looking at hate, reading what I put down and discussing any of any of my think discussing if any of my thinking has changed over the last five years. And when I come back We'll get right into it. On hate. Hate. Hate, I believe, is based in fear. And hate must not be confused with anger, because I think we can only be angry with something or someone we first cared about at some level. Anger, I see, is a diversion from the regular way we feel towards something, while hate is a starting point in itself. It's tricky for me to dive into, because I can't... Maybe it's dishonest to say, but I can't honestly say that I've ever truly hated... I've been angry. I can get, you know, and I've, something I've been working on, the more stressed I get, the shorter my fuse is, and I get angry at people for dumb reasons. But I've been angry, frustrated, severely annoyed, disappointed in, etc., but I'm not sure if I've ever hated. I will do the, I'll do the best I can with what I have, which is merely inferences through observing the people of this world. I do believe hate is bred in fear. It's a fear made of equal parts misunderstanding, defensiveness, and self-imposed caution. I think our hate is based in primitive survival. It one time served a purpose, as the elements of hate kept us from death. It was the rush of adrenaline that allowed us to keep our tribe safe from predators. It was the fuel that carried us as we fought for food and survival. The fruits of hate, at one point, served a valiant purpose, as they kept us alive as a people. Hate was practical, until now. Now hate is an ugly thing. It no longer serves a need. Hate now serves our own ignorance and selfishness. We use it as a barrier between us, that thing we are either unable to or unwilling to understand. Hate is no longer needed for actual survival, but it is used for the survival of ideas, ideas based in old beliefs and superstitions. Hate can only be present in someone who believes that their life is worth more than another's. 
Those that hate view the people they hate as subhuman and the things they hate as sub-objects. In the present world, hate is no longer legitimate. Hate is no longer legitimate, but we see, see signs of it daily. Let's try that sentence again. Hate is no longer legitimate, but we see signs of it daily. We see it in the battle of the rights, battle against the rights of some, and in the killing of each other for one reason or another. We hate because we don't fully understand the short time we have on this planet. We can spend all the time from our first breath to our last hating something or someone, but accomplish nothing. We can find it difficult to let our true good passions guide our lives, while it's so easy for us to passionately dislike something or someone. Again I say, we can spend all the time from our first breath to our last hating and accomplishing nothing at all. We could also spend all the time from our first breath to our last loving and living a life of limitless possibility. So not a lot has changed in my thinking on this subject. I could make critiques of how I worded things here and there, but the message is basically the same. When, while I didn't see hate as useful or legitimate, I do understand the usefulness of fear, as you still can't lovingly bop around life without, without a care and not need to be wary of the dangers that life presents. But hate. Hate still only breeds more hate. It's a weapon of ignorance and fear. It's a tool wielded by the separatists and those posing as separatists only to keep people divided and constantly battling amongst themselves. Because if you're always pitted against your fellow man or woman, you lose sight of the true large-scale machinery of injustice set in place long ago as a control of power. Now, there are some widely agreed upon bad things and evil acts in the world. Injustice, abuse, uh, physical and physical, sexual, mental, and structural abuse, murder, senseless, senseless violence, exploitation. These occurrences are widely hated, but the level of hate and who hates it changes depending on who the aggressor and whom the victim happens to be. So how useful is the hate that these acts breed? Maybe once it grows to a collective hate, the collection of hate reaches a critical mass which leads to a certain action being taken. Maybe, maybe then it's useful. But that also depends on what the hate is pointed at and what the action is. But when that happens, uh, do we miss out on the chance to understand, only condemning that action to repeat? Um, I don't know the answer to this. Or maybe what I'm talking about here would be a collective anger in that we probably wouldn't mind these actions if we didn't already have some empathy for the affected. Uh, did I talk about Mindhunter last week? I, if I have, I don't care. I'll do it again. So Mindhunter is a dramatized story about the time in the FBI's history when they were expanding the behavioral scientists' wing. Scientists. <laughs> the behavioral sciences' wing. And one of the activities that was instrumental in this and the advance of our understanding of certain unthinkable crimes was the agents going to prisons to interview serial killers. Now there was a lot of administrative and public outrage over this program as it was thought of as giving the monsters the floor. 
treating these inhumane animals like people and allowing them the opportunity to speak when most would rather just see them fry. Hate had to be set aside to actually learn from these offenders, and what came from it was more useful to many more lives than their death would ever be. This is just one dramatized or one dramatic example of what we could gain by setting aside hate in these situations. When we do that, we open up the possibility to learn. Not only learn, but learn deeply, to understand, to empathize. One thing I've always believed is that empathy and understanding are necessary for a full life. Even understanding and empathizing with the quote-unquote worst people out there. It doesn't mean we have to agree with, support, or even be on the same side of or advocate for these people. But there's a wealth of possibilities by, understand, by the understanding alone. Because there are no monsters. Monsters aren't real. All of the worst things in history of humanity were carried out by human beings, no different from you or me, with very human motivations. That's probably what interests me the most about people, and where I can be the nosiest. The why. What brought this person to do this thing, good or bad? What was the motivation? Fuck, what's the whole reason for this entire- that's really the whole reason for this entire show. Why do we do what we do? I think if we truly and deeply understood the motivations of even the worst of us, we would see that most acts, the best and the worst, were motivated by reasons and emotions that we've all felt, in some degree. We were all children at one point. We all had to learn to navigate this world by the examples of others through the, pa through the path of least resistance presented around us. How that looks at... Um, how that looks at the end will, of course, be as varied as the entire population. Even if, let's say, consciousness is shared by all of us, how we translate it into the world will be different. Like fingerprints, we all have our own unique, um, our own one unique life. We wouldn't be shocked. If we, if we learn the motivations of some of the worst people, I don't think we would be shocked. We might even be a little let down. And probably, obviously, mad. Um, this is why I think hate robs us of that full life. It separates. It cuts off possible routes of understanding. It only calcifies our limited life experiences and stunts our mental and spiritual growth. Hate has no permanent place in a fully lived life. It has a room. It might have a room that it rents out until it's been outgrown. And that's about it. If you let it live there, if you let, um, let's see, next week we'll be looking at what happens when hate is allowed to stay, given a room and board, fed and developed. We'll be looking at war, and which is something I see as the ultimate failure of humanity. So if you let hate sit there, or if you let it even exist, show it to the light of day, the only thing you're doing is further separating yourself from the rest of the world and those around you. So I'd like you to be conscious of that. Think about that. Think about what emotions you're allowing uh, residency in yourself. Thank you for listening. I do appreciate your attention, your ears, your minds, your likes, your everything. If you appreciate me, feel free to hit the subscribe button on your chosen platform. The more of you, the more of you out there listening to me, the more I get to do this. 
Shoot me a like and message on Facebook at Yelling at Birds Podcast. I'd love to see you there and would love to talk to you. Until next time, stay cool, nerds.